Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. In the body, in a, of late, personally, and we've been getting calls from other, not just partners of the ministry, but other people out who, who um, we've encountered and how, how they've been talking about how God is doing some things in their life. Mm-hmm. Things that they've been waiting to happen for a long time. That's it right there. And God is showing up. Amen. Yeah, I know they say, God, he, he may not come when he wants to, but he always on time. Mm-hmm. I heard somebody say, God may not come when you want to, but he always comes when you want to. I'm like, huh? He may not come when you want to, but he always comes when he wants to. I'm like, huh? I don't get it. Yeah. And he was, and I was kind of stuck for a second. But then I started, I, I, I stepped back and I was like, yeah. He doesn't come when you want him to come, but he always shows up when he wants to show up. You can't make God show up when you want him to. He shows up when he's when he's ready to bless. I hear a lot of people say, well, you can rush the hand. You can't rush the hand of God. No. Because if that's the case, why ain't that loved one that you've been praying for all these years saved? Why? Because man has a decision to make in the blessing of God. And then the God moving in our lives. We have a choice and how. That response that God has for us, that response. So what we're going to talk about today is the God's timing, the timing of God. Some people always think that it's never when I need him, but he always shows up when you need him the most. He never leaves us lonely or out there by ourselves. It may feel like it, but if you go back and think, everything is always working around you where a situation could because listen, here's the thing for us. It can always be worse. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Then what your temporary discomfort or pain or whatever um, you're uncomfortable, it can always be worse if he's not present. Oh, Jesus, that preacher right there. I'm telling you. Because his presence keeps it from getting worse. Yes. Amen. Thank you, God. Yeah, because just because you go through, don't mean his presence is not there. Amen. Amen. Yeah, see, a lot of people think because you don't get it, he's lifted. He's walked away. He's no longer with you. Yeah, yeah, but I, 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 I come to tell you that that's just the very opposite of God. That even in those trying times, he's always present. Because he wouldn't have to say he's our very present help. Present help in trouble. So if he was not present, he wouldn't have the need to say, I'm your great present help in trouble. Because, see, a lot of people think that whatever they're going through demonstrates or illustrates that there's trouble. He said, that little reflection, that ain't trouble. You can, you can handle that. You can go through that. But we think it's trouble. And then when trouble comes, we're so focused on the mild affliction that he 
We believe that he's forsaken us in the mountain. He said, now watch what I do. You get all the way up to the line. Man, let me talk about me because y'all don't always talk about me because I don't know y'all. <laughs> I don't know nothing about your last y'all secret secret. You know, <laughs> I, I get it. That's that's person. That's person. That's person. I don't go around asking. I don't dig in your business. It ain't my business. It's God's in your business. But I can tell you, years ago we were looking at. Um, and y'all know y'all can look at me, judge me. Don't be judging me. <laughs> I mean, I'm great. I don't care because people always say, "Don't judge me." People always say, don't judge me. I don't care, judge. Do what you got to do. <laughs> Years ago, we were, we were at a point where we were thinking, we were all, we, we thought we were going to lose our home. We were going through all these human acrobatics to figure out, okay, should we move? Should we stay? Should we move? Should we oh, should we do this? Should we go, go live with somebody? Go do this? Go do that? Go. And God, we were, he was just listening to us. And we like, okay. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say me. <laughs> someone said that was me. I'll say me. But y'all know me. I don't do. Oh, I don't do a lot. I don't stress. I refuse to. My, I don't let my. I don't let myself get elevated. I don't get myself. I don't let myself get too high. So sometimes I can be too low. <laughs> and some other people. And some people's. Yeah, I, can, I can be too low. That you don't have no emotion. You don't, you don't feel any kind of way about it. Come on. Come on. You feel any kind of way about it. And so, but that's God. And that's the peace of God. Why? Because I understand that God, I thank you that because if you gave it to me, Either you, either you want me to keep it or something better is coming. Amen. Amen. And I don't get so wedded to anything that he's blessed me with to not let it go for more to come back. Amen. That's why I don't understand when it's, it's such a hard thing for you to give as a believer that you can never receive with your hands closed. You're so focused on what you're giving that you don't open up to receive nothing. That's why you got some of you will never receive the financial wealth that God has for you or the freedom of in your mind to receive all that God has given you concerning because you are stuck and only what you're thinking about giving that you don't see that God wants to give back unto you. And so anything in my life in our life in my life that we got since I'm I'm always okay with letting it go. Yeah. Because it's temporary discomfort for future gain. And I'm always, I'm always positioned, God, what does the future hold? Because I don't know. I know what I release my faith for. I know what he shows me. And the wisdom and the things that he's given me in terms of being a vision. Because, men, we got to be visionaries. Every man, you should be a visionary. You should already be thinking, God, you should already be in tune with God. Be looking to be in tune God. Give me vision on how to lead this family, Amen. Amen. how to lead my home. God, I, I don't want to make a step unless you tell me. And we get caught up when we do it our own way, it adds angst and pains to us when we step outside the will of God. We step outside of God's timing for things, we jump ahead of God. Because some of us always, we want to be ahead of God. Why? Because I prophesied. Oh, I, God, I had a vision that you told me to do this. So we want to jump ahead of the, of the, of the great prophet mm. to believe that what he was going to say. So we try to, we try to anticipate God's move. Yeah, a lot of people do. We try to anticipate the next. That's why we always, that's why a lot of us always get put in positions where we are stuck at other times. Yeah, yeah. Our being in the ditch is not God, it's us. Because we move outside of his timing for us. We try to expedite his timing. Yeah, yeah. We try to make, we try to speed the process up. 
Yeah, I know. I'm trying to see. <laughs> so God, what you think? So what you think about? Okay, you gave me the first two sets. What do you What do you think about three, four, and five? We're always trying to think ahead of God and try to make or try to push Him to move us faster. If we got everything that He wanted us to have, when we wanted that, we all think we would. He will kill us. Amen. Not just physically, spiritually. It will kill us. Why? Because we will lose our minds. Yeah, I know. People will win the lottery. And I'm not equating that to God, but I'm just giving you the correlation that people, when they get something that they were not prepared to receive or not prepared to handle, it kills them. It destroys them. People got all this money, they were not properly prepared financially. They didn't have no, no mind, no, no, no information, no wisdom about how to deal with money. They couldn't save $20, but now they got $20 million. What do you think gonna happen? They're gonna be right back in the line asking for a handout. And everything that they gain is gone. Timing. God's timing is perfect for us. It saves our lives. It causes us a little discomfort and a little pain because we want things right now. Y'all know. The invention of the microwave was the worst thing ever. Nobody cooked no more. <laughs> you can make cornbread in the microwave. You can make eggs in the microwave. Yeah, I just got two. I got, I got two dollars, kids. Man, I told him I didn't make eggs in the microwave. Yeah, I know firsthand. They so now you cook eggs, bacon. You even yeah, you can you can do pancakes in there. You now you can't make them flip them. You can you can make them. But the dish that they come already frozen, sliding in. One minute on one side, flipping one minute on the other side. You got your pancake. <laughs> But everything is so right at our hands that we want. We don't want to wait for nothing. Why do you think people killing people in fast food restaurants? Think about it. Everything is about time. I teach our kids that the one commodity and the one asset that you young men have is your time. And you don't have it to waste. Don't let people rob you or manipulate you. That's the greatest asset. That's 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 worth that's worth more than money. It's worth more than friends. It's worth more than anything you want to encounter in your life. Is your time, and you don't have it to waste. But everybody is so pushed for time. They don't want to wait for nothing. They then you and all these fast restaurants. Fast food, I get it. It's supposed to be fast. <laughs> I get it. That's why they put the FAST on the front. Fast. I want it now. That's why they in, in the tray, they got 900 burgers in the tray. Why? So they want you to come in and out. <laughs> cheese, no cheese. Onions. Oh, you do you do one you don't want onions? All oh, you got in. What with no onions? <laughs> and then the guy making it be like, really? <laughs> it would be. <laughs> All because it's about time. And when they don't, when you come in there and they don't have it, all chaos break loose. So what do you mean you don't have nothing? You got no nuggets and then they turn it over everything? That's about people and they're not managing time. Their emergence, their, their lack of preparation now is your emergence. Amen. Their unwillingness to get up 10, 20 minutes, and they knew they were hungry, or they knew longevity needed lunch for school, but you come and they acting the fool because now it's breakfast time, but you want nothing. <laughs> come on, pass the teach. But time <laughs> is the thing that we're talking about because it ain't just about the being the blessing and being in the right place to receive the blessing in time. It's about making sure that your time lines up with being blessed. Amen. That's good. Because when you act a fool and you act outside, and see, a lot of these people who act a fool, they are, but they call themselves believers. Yeah, I'm not talking about heathens. Heathens will act like heathens. Yeah, you don't expect 
a non-believer or someone who to act like they're not a non-believer. It's the ones who say they love Jesus Christ, singing on the choir, <laughs> ushering at the, the front door. <laughs> All this nonsense that we do as, 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 as supposed to be believers, but because when things are at its deepest for us, our time tells a lot about who we are. Mm. Or the lack thereof in terms of proper perspective concerning time. When you are a waster of time, you now come into my place of business and waste my time. But you are a believer. So the first thing you do is you act out when, the, when, the, when that food ain't ready. Not knowing, or you do know, but not really at the time, when rage hits, you forget all senses. All your senses die. Because the only thing you're thinking about is the individual and what they haven't been able to do for you. So you forget all the cameras are on. And people look like, isn't that sister so-and-so? Yeah. <laughs> isn't that brother so-and-so? Man, I just saw him the other day. Then. Acting a cold fool in a place and established. And then the one thing, and then the, the, the one thing you hear is, God know my heart. Man, people saw your heart. Ooh. That was your heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth speaks. We saw your heart. Your heart was the act of food. And tell me, Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 tells us there's an appointed time for everything. There's a time, there is a time for every event under heaven. There's a time for everything. And y'all know, y'all keep reading that. Y'all know it tells us about all the different times. There's a time, there's a time to let there's a time to die, there's a time to rejoice, there's a time to give it. It tells us about all the, all the different things that we're going to experience in this life concerning our time, the time that we have on in life. It tells us that it gives us a rundown of everything as long as we're breathing, that the time span of every of our lives, all these events will happen. Yeah, that's what Ecclesiastes is telling you. And it's giving you that. And here's the thing for us. Even in those times, what do we do? How is our response in those times? Because our response in those times will determine what God does for us. How he shows up concerning us. But a lot of us, we want God to do, but we don't want to do nothing for God in return. Yeah, y'all know. Y'all show up half an hour late for work. Supposed to be at work at 8. You show you walk, you come walking in at 9.15 with some breakfast. Everything like ain't nothing going on. Hey, everybody, everybody good? Y'all had a good weekend? <laughs> and what they're doing is, believer, they're taking note. Amen. Of how you show up here and then how you want to preach Jesus Christ all other times. Well, wasn't Jesus with you? When you're supposed to be here at a certain time? See, y'all see, know y'all looking at me all funny. I know y'all looking at me out there all funny. Your, your Jesus don't, don't live and show up when it's convenient for you. If you say you have God in your life, he's with you always. So you take him when you're late. You take him when you're early. And so I, it always astonishes me when I hear people talk about God, but then I see them doing things, and I ain't judging nobody. I just watch people. Why? Because I know people are watching me. And the one thing I do is I don't compare my life with nobody. But what I do, somebody has to set a standard of who Christ is. Now, if he's God all the time, then he should be God all the time. He shouldn't be when you when you when you feel when you feel your Cheerios and you got a preach in you. <laughs> Sister, brother, you need to put down that lip. Man, shut up, you hypocrite. <laughs> you was saying one don't come back lunch to four hours later. That probably was true. And they tell you, they they move on. Verse 11. He has made every Let me y'all low, man. I'm very sensible. And 
Be good, Pastor Brown. <laughs> people, verse 11 says, people should be happy to eat and to drink. They should enjoy the work that they do. That's not the word. I don't want that one. I don't want that one. Let me come back. Let me come back. It's verse 11. Verse 11 says, God has chosen a good time for all things to happen. He has caused people to think about things that will continue forever. But nobody can completely understand everything that God has done from the beginning of their lives to the end. Amen? So none of us know this us. But what we should always be doing is God has chosen a good time for all things to happen. Yeah, we can't rush God. Y'all know y'all, y'all know here, y'all. You can't hurry God. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wait. This is say, God will be there. Don't you worry. You can't hurry God. <laughs> Don't you worry. <laughs> He'll tell you that, that's the reason thing. Don't you worry, God. Don't you rush God. And don't you worry. A lot of us worry because things aren't happening when we think they should happen. But a lot of things are held up because we hold them up. Isn't that God? He's given us all things, the Bible tells us, that pertain to our life and godliness. So why do we believe that he's holding up anything? There's songs that say, withholding nothing. He tells us that he's withholding nothing in the song and the people's revelation about what they experience, but we know in the word that he's not withholding nothing. He said he will withhold no good thing for those who walk uprightly before us. But everybody believes that when they pray and they ask God and they, and they don't show up the next day, he's not some genie in the bottle. He's not like y'all, y'all remember when we used to live out the street and he said, man, you, you found a four-leaf clover? <laughs> you put that thing in your pocket, you can turn it in the rail, you trying to get some luck. And you step on the crack, you break your brother's back. <laughs> all this nonsense. We think of all, but see, here's all these are all the aerobics we do mentally in our minds. These are all the things we go through to try to conjure up blessings. That we don't just trust God to show up when we need him to. We have to fabricate all these other idols and all and, and, and get into all these other fables about things that will bless us in between God showing up. See, that's all the lottery is. See, the lottery is a fable that a lot of people are now worshiping because they want something in the interim until God shows up in the life. See, they, see, there's always a counterfeit before the real thing show up. Yeah, y'all know the, the, the boys used to date, the girls used to date. It was always a counterfeit thing before the real thing showed up. Can he or she possibly be my wife? Let's try it out and see. <laughs> <laughs> they sound good, they look good, they smell good, but as you go through, you forgot, it is just a waste of time. Ooh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, everything comes back to time. Mm-hmm. When you move outside of God, you waste time. When you touch things that are outside of God's timing for you, you're wasting time. And by virtue of wasting time, you always experience a setback. Yeah. The, dates, the, the, the dudes you were dating, the girls you date, always took years off in your life. Yeah. That's what it's designed to do. It's designed to take years off. It's designed to take years off your life. In, in a way that it causes you to lose focus. Mm, yeah, that's good. God's timing is perfect. Because the last thing you want to do is not be focused. And all these things are designed to get you off focus when you are not set in God's timing. God, I, I know it may feel like it's taking a long time, but I refuse to get distracted. And all these things are designed to distract you. Yeah. I've been distracted in many years, many times. I had a whole lot of distractions. Because I didn't know what my future held. 
I thought I knew what my future held by all the choices I made. But they were all time thieves. Because they were robbing me of my time, my attention, and my focus. And my resources. Yeah, yeah. How many of y'all know that when you put your time in something that's not God, you lose resources? Amen. You buy the house that God never told you to buy. But because you were that he told you that you would have a house and that you would live in a house, you jumped the gun. <laughs> Four bedroom, three baths. That's what I asked for, God. Finish bed in the backyard. Yeah, that's what I asked for. Two car garage. Yeah, that, that's the one. But it wasn't the one. Mm. Why? How do you know what the one passed me? Why? Because the Bible says the blessings of the Lord will add make you rich and add no sorrow. Anything God gives you will not cause you any pain. Oh, and you wake up in the middle of the night sweat. Oh, I'm going to pay for it. That ain't the peace of God. God, when he's involved, is peace in everything he does. Why? Because he knows he's already given us the provision to be able to, to take care of everything that he's placed and he's given us. Yeah, I was sweating about the ministry. I love it and I thank God for each and every one of you giving. I pray that you guys will continue to give. But guess what? I don't go to sleep going worry about finding giving. No. The answer emphatically is no. Why? Because nothing that I say is going to make you give if God is speaking to you to give. Amen. Now, one thing that you want to come out of my mouth that's going to motivate you to give or whatever you see us doing is going to motivate you to give unless God does it. If he can increase, why am I tripping on who's going to, who's going to add to the benefit? God's sinner. That's my prayer. God send the laborers, send the people. That's why He gave us the confession. So we, so we don't have to put our our thoughts and our mouth on nobody who we believe they get. If you know somebody, you're part of this ministry, and you got, you think you got a feeling that somebody don't get, leave them alone. Amen. Pray that God will minister to them, and let God minister in His timing. That as they are hearing, they'll grow by what they hear, and then they'll come running. I believe a lot of them holding on to see and God releasing it that they will all come running at one time. I've been holding it up for too long, Pastor. Amen. But that's not me. I can't go into your bank and say, Ooh, that's 10%. I'm taking that out. Nah, that's crazy. So I don't, I, I can't do that. And the reason why I talk, I told you, I don't, I don't, I don't talk about the money, but the reason why I talk about that sometimes is because I know that's what moved people. And so back to what I was saying about the lotto and about the lottery. I had a I was, I, we had a guy working on the house yesterday. He was asking me a bunch of questions. And I told him, flat out, I'm a pastor. One. Y'all heard Pastor said he was a pastor. One time, right? Mm -hmm. He was talking again. Pastor said, I'm a pastor. Two times. <laughs> and y'all know what I'm saying. So he was kept on talking. I'm a pastor three times. And so the last time when it was time to pay him, he said, Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get the money. I'm gonna go to the casino. You, you go to the casino. I said, Did I tell you I'm <laughs> But that told me that meant absolutely nothing to him. Absolutely not. What that also told me is that he see pastors who go gambling. <laughs> <laughs> And I had to reinforce my position that, sir, everything God has given me, I didn't gamble for it. I didn't have to do anything illegal. I said, I've had my years of being illegal. That was over 30 years ago. I don't entertain that. I don't entertain people who live a life of being illegal. I will minister to you. I will talk to you. But I don't entertain. I don't, I don't fellowship with people who are actively doing illegal things. That's not what I do. So I'm, like, I'm sorry, I keep asking you. I said, no, no, no. Here's the last time. I don't do that. You don't have to keep asking. You don't have to keep insinuating. You don't have to keep going a long way around with your questions. I don't get involved with those things. I said, here's my question. Why do you gamble? 
I said, I can never, I can never understand the reason for putting your money on the ground and watching someone else walk away with it. Whatever you were doing, I worked too hard for to give it away. Not right there. I said, even when I was doing things out there, I could never see nobody else walking away with something that I risked my life and freedom to just give it to you. Whether it was a dollar, five dollars, whatever, it was my dollar. <laughs> and and so he was like, well, yeah, I just I go over there. That's me. That's me. I was I go over there and um and uh, I go over there and I just kind of just just kind of I said, well, you okay with just giving your money away? And then I'm going to go into well, why don't you sow it into the ministry? But I was like, you know what? Let me back away. Can't move from that. Let me just change this, move away from that subject because that. Because see, but when you don't know that God is your source, and you think out here working, working, working is the source, and that you want, well, let me not say that. I'll be back up. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Because he kept saying he believed God for all the business he gives. And then, but when you don't realize that God is the source, and you just have a form of godliness. And that it's, it's cool to say God is your soul, that he blesses you with things. He blesses you with people who want to do business with you. But then you don't trust God. That's when the gambling and the, that's the fabric, that's the, that's the false God that comes in. Because now, you don't believe God can give you riches untold. You be oh, hit it big! <laughs> hey, this will bless y'all because there's a lot of believers who Still play a lot of people who do pitfalls and all that stuff. Give your money away. Why? Because you don't believe God. You believe you. You believe I, I man, I had a dream about fish. I'm not saying they're pretty, God. I had a dream about fish. Fish represents three, five, four, two. Y'all be nice. Make a stupid claim. Man, I had a dream that a boat was going down a river. And a boat going down a river. What does that mean? Man, the boat represents five. And the river is, I think it was, I think it was like seven. I think five, seven. What's your birthday? <laughs> All these things. How much time are people being robbed of? The lotto swells up to what a hundred billion dollars because art because a whole lot of people believe that that's their way, as opposed to God being their way. Amen. Amen. Acts one and seven says Jesus says that the Father is the only one who has the authority to decide dates and times. So God knows what day He gonna bless you with and what time you gonna receive. And it's a so you don't want to, so here's the, here's the declaration for everybody. Was it August the what? August the, the 20th, yeah. 11.30. God has set aside a day and a time to bless you. August the 20th, 11.30. God said, you are receiving the word. You are setting yourself. The time is right to bless you. You hung out in the wilderness long enough. Now is the time. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget about what it looked like. Um, that, that's, that's a word for somebody out there. Don't forget about what it looked like. Forget about what the rental officer says. Watch the business. Even if they have to something has to swim up with your rent in his mouth. Now I ain't telling you to go out and you ain't you ain't nowhere near the water and look for some fish on the ground. That's telling somebody God is going to use to bless you. See, we ain't preaching no, no stupid furry tale gospel. We're teaching the word. He don't, he may not use a he may not use a fish, he'll use a person. He'll use a rental office. They'll call you and tell you, your rent is paid out. Who pay for rent? Why are you worried about that? Your rent is paid. Send me that zero. Can you um, can you send me something in writing to let me know that that's paid? Amen. And listen, when you do that, watch. I we've had that happen. Thousands of dollars. 
on stuff on work we stuff we had. I called him, I said, hey um, I never received the invoice. Why what you mean with invoice? It's pain. Huh? <laughs> it's pain. Yeah, I said, can you send us something to let us know? Sure, I bye. What are we doing? What am I gonna keep asking you? Well, was it virtual office? Was it stolen? I don't have to see why. Was it this birthday? You have a birthday right now? No, no, you took you gave me when he called out my address and everything. You know me, I know you. I just pay you. Pay back. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm shouting. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and listen, we haven't heard from him since. Mm. And, it's, and look, and after that. We didn't shut them down. They went out of business. Mm. <laughs> it could easily pass it on the collections before they went out of business. But not saying we was, we was delinquent, but they could they could have done whatever they could do. They closed it out and went on, went on about their business. Retired, living, living a good old life. I said, well, praise the Lord. We're going to go out and live a good life too. Everybody will live a good life. Your feet kicked up, my feet kicked up, kicked up too. But that's just how God shows up. That we, we stress about things because we want it in our time. We want it to show up tomorrow. You got in debt. Took you 10 years to accumulate all this debt. And because you come in here, you fall on the floor, you fall in the floor, whatever you got going You want God to show up in, within 20 minutes. He can and he will show up. But just because he doesn't, don't mean he's not showing up. Amen. Just that doesn't mean that it's not already worked out. <clears throat> but because we have set ourselves to be instant in what we want to happen. God is like, don't I get any grace at all? Have I not proven to you that I will always show up? When do you stop pushing and pressuring me to do what I do? <laughs> my, my. Mm. I don't push and pressure you to do what you do, but you come, you find it so convenient to come and tell me what to do, what I do. You tell me how to do my job. And that's what God says to us. He's like, when do you start telling me about being God? When have you ever been God? Even the children you had, you didn't create ID. Everything you had, I've done it. Amen. Thank you, God. But we get so comfortable with God that we start trying to make him over. And the one thing he tells us is when or where does that work? Because the moment we get ungrateful, we gotta go to the back of the line, man. Yeah, yeah, I know it's true. We all, whenever we get out, whenever we show our tails to God, He put us at the back of the line. Yeah, healing is already available. He ain't doing no new healings. The Bible says everything. God has done everything on this earth that we will ever need, and now He's entered into His rest. He ain't doing nothing new. He's already, every blessing that we will ever need is already released. Already sits among us. It sits in this room right now. Everything that you need, everything that you need on sits in your room when you are, your car. But when you have a sense of entitlement, he puts you to the back of the line. He's like, who do you think you are? And here's the thing, who do you think I am? Either you know me or you don't. Blessing you is easy when you know me. It's only when you try to turn me on and off that you kind of like, and he's like, ah, oh, you don't get to do that with me. <laughs> you always want, when you turn it on, you want me to show up. But when I ask you to minister to someone, you walk right past it. Now we don't do the get. Right. That's not the kind of gospel that we that and the kind of God that we serve. He doesn't, we don't do to get anything. He just wants to make sure that we're faithful in doing what we're supposed to do. What was the last commission he gave us? 
Go into the world and preach the gospel. Amen. Amen. To minister. Have you ministered to anyone in the last four years? I didn't even say the last four days. I said four years. See how broad of a scope that is? Some of us won't even open our mouth. But we'll open our mouth when we need something. See, the time is not right to do God's will. The time is always right for God to do our will. Yeah, I know that's, that's hitting a little hard. That's, 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 that's digging a little deep for some people. <laughs> yeah, it hits us all. It ain't just to you, it's to me too. We all should be looking to be better believers. Wouldn't you want me to believe that whenever I, whenever I pray, God always shows me that? Because I hear God, He always hears me when I pray. Yeah, He does. <laughs> He always, he always listening. Does he respond? I know y'all looking. I'm looking at y'all. <laughs> we looking at each other. John sixteen nine. And then we call it. John sixteen nine says, "In their hearts, humans plan their their course, but the Lord establishes their steps." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, we got big claims. God, I'm a dream big. <laughs> yeah, big claims. Do they line up with God's will and for your life? Amen. Are they just your plans? Or are they the plans that you sought? God, God, establish my plans that I that I that you have for me. Help me establish those plans. What do you mean by establish me? Help me to carry them out. Yes. Help me carry them out. John 16, 9. Help me carry them out, God. Help me be able to bring them to life. I, don't, I only want the plans that you've given me because I know if those are the plans that you have for me, I know that there's life attached to it. There's everything that I need to be, quote unquote, successful. Quote unquote, moving you forward. The kingdom of the ministry. I had no, that was not a desire. That was not a, 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 a years ago, a goal. The name kingdom of the ministry was not in my spirit 10 years ago. It was not. Five years, yes. Seven years, yes. And what I asked God was, God, give me something that you want me to. The ministry, you want me to do ministry, you give it to me. You lay it out. Here's the thing. Shake up everything around me that you need to, to push me out. I asked him that. I was comfortable in situations. Yeah, yeah. See, because no, here's the one thing, and no boasting, here's the one thing. Nobody could outserve Virgil. Nobody. I have a heart to serve God and serve God's people. I did it on every level that I've ever been in in ministry. Ever. Some people liked it. Some people didn't deal with it. They in my problem. <laughs> Just what it was. Didn't do it boastfully. Always did it humbly. Even took crap and turned it into diamonds because I understood the purpose that God had for my life. I took coals, hot coals, that people heat upon my head and in my hands. And God helped me to turn them into diamonds. Why? Because he knew his timing was perfect. He knew. I said, God, now I'm at a point. God, turn, help me. Because whatever you have burning on the inside of me that I won't, I can't let it go. Shake up all the things around me that need to be shook up. So you can push me out of comfort. That's what he did. It was uncomfortable. And it felt alone. Yeah, yeah it did. It, it, it wasn't alone because I had no wife, but it felt alone. Everything and everything around us had tried to turn their backs on us. God's timing is perfect. We don't do this to prove people wrong. We do it to prove God's right. 
What do you mean, Pastor? We do it because we want to show God. God, thank you for trusting us to move in your timing. The kingdom and ministry was given. So he said, call it the kingdom and ministry to move my agenda, my way, my room. Forget your room. Forget their room. Forget their instructions. Forget their information. Forget their Bible schools. Do it my way. And watch what I do. Hallelujah. If you advance me, I'll advance you. And I told you already, this is not the do to get. But he said, you can never go broke doing what I ask you to do. You will never be forgotten doing my will. And that's the call for you. When you accept Jesus Christ, you will never be ashamed for doing God's will. They may criticize you, but listen, they criticize what they don't understand. Always. They'll criticize what they don't have the fortitude to get behind. See, everybody, everybody critiques what they're not willing to participate in. Yeah, why? Because they are afraid to be what God called them to be, which is different. I'm a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. That's what first meeting is. You gotta be willing to be different, to break away from norms, routines, wow. schedules. Wow. God is a God of order, but he breaks the schedule of men. Yeah, y'all don't want to hear me out there, but I'm preaching good, amen. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Amen. It's all right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm. And so, listen, <laughs> I want to encourage you out there on today. If you are that one who's been lacking a time, listen, no time greater than now. I got plenty of words left, but we won't stop right here. Um, to give God, to give God all of your time, your life. Today is your day. In the words of Bishop Hayes. Today is your day. Yeah. Yeah, I just hear that ringing out of my head. Today is your day to get back in God's presence. Some of you need to receive the Holy Ghost. We know here we don't do a whole there's no whole lot of fighting to receive. All you got, listen. We understand that, you know, if you confess in your mouth, believe in that's not being saved. Amen. That's acknowledging that there is a God. You have, if you want to be saved, Acts 2, 38, you have to repent, first of all. You don't do anything coming to God and carry old, bring your old life to God. You want to get cleansed from your life. So repent. Turn in that way. From a life of sin. Telling God, God, I do a 180, I turn around, and I'll do a 360 because it puts you right back in the same place where you were. A 180 push you in a new place. It turns you and it puts you in a different direction. Say, God, I repent. I want to receive you as my Lord and Savior. God, I got I, I cast down all my sins. I, I place them before you, and God, He'll make you clean right where you are. And then you, you have, then you want to be baptized. Not in the name of the Father, in the Son, of the Holy Ghost. Those are not names, those are titles. You want to be baptized in the name. The name is Jesus for the remission of your sins. And then you also, receiving the Holy Ghost is just a matter of you just asking God, fill me. A lot of us. More than 90% of us were in a place where we weren't around nobody but us and God. And he filled us right where we were. Because we had, a, we, we had a heart to receive. All you have to do is receive. And he'll take up his abode on the inside of you. And if you are bold and that courageous on today to receive, to be filled, and then reach out to us for baptism, God is going to do it in your life like never before. Amen. Receive. Ye, the Holy Ghost out there. Come on, lift your hands and just receive the Holy Ghost. It's just that easy. 
and I guarantee the evidence of speaking in tongues will fall on you. God, fill them. Hallelujah. From the crown of their head, Jesus. Yeah, God, to the very sole of their feet. Hallelujah. And this as you as some of you guys have children, when you're starting to speak, you may not be speaking fully when you first start speaking. Don't stop. Continue to keep speaking. When you get home, you're in your quiet time. Lift your hands and say, God, feel me. God, thank you for feeling me. Start speaking. And as you teach your children to start talking, words will start formulating. You do the same as it relates to speaking in your heavenly language. Words will start formulating. Nothing spooky about it. It's your relationship with the Father that you are establishing and you are developing. It's your heavenly language that only you and God will be able to understand. Amen? Don't let nobody tell you speaking in tongues is not for you. Yes, it is. Amen. Having your language perfected in, in, with, the, with speaking in tongues is your God's, is the, it's your will, it's God's will for you. It is yours to have. Amen. Yeah, it's your combination to unlock everything that God wants to do for you spiritually. Amen? Amen. Yeah, don't let nobody rob you of your combination. Your ability. Because what? With the kids, the good thing about combination, only you know the code. And when you talk to God, only you and God are talking. Amen. Well, listen, we thank God for you. We praise God. We know that the word has blessed you on the day. Listen, um, tune in with us um, on Wednesday night for Bible study. We'll be here at 7 p.m., right? Yeah. All right. I keep thinking about this. I always get Monday night moving. 7 o'clock on Wednesdays. Come on, tune back in. Listen, if you're not partnered with this ministry, you have not made the kingdom advancing ministry, your ministry, you come in and check us out every week. You know, I, I know y'all be creeping in, checking us out a lot. Come on, partner with us. Come on, partner with us. Join, consider joining the ministry, man. Reach out to us on, on, on online. Let us know um, how you are. Um, you know, whatever God is doing in your testimonies. Thank you. If you have a prayer request, let us know that you have a prayer request. We have people on every Monday at noon here, and we, we pray every Monday. God put that in my spirit to pray to have, have these doors open every Monday. I know some of y'all like, well, the next thing, the COVID is going back out. Man, you still go shopping, still go. Hey, you still do everything. I, I see a lot of y'all see a lot of cars on the street. <laughs> that means ain't nobody staying home. Okay. Come on, give God a few minutes. Don't just don't rob God. Give God some of your time. You want God to show up? You talking about time. You want God to show up in your life? Come on, show up for God, Amen. Let Him know that you love Him. Let Him know that you trust. Man, we want to be safe. We're gonna be safe in here as the door of the ministry. We want to make sure everybody's safe. We're gonna make sure everything is being taken all the precautions. We cleaned up. We sanitized. We make sure everything is safe. And and you guys have all that you need to leave out of here safe. Come on, show God some love. Give God reverence. And come on and praise God with this live. Amen. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you next week. Go be king of advances. Amen. Amen. Amen.